0: Well, we told you before the break that we have uh, things happening, big things happening here at 101 ESPN. And most notably, big things happening for Michelle Smallman. So we will let Michelle tell you what's going on.
1: So, unfortunately... I have to share that this is my last week on the show this is the last week of character and smallman as you know it Um, I am going to be leaving for a bit I'm gonna be taking my talents back to Bristol and doing some stuff for the network and we had tried to figure out a way logistically for it to work with me having to go back and forth to Bristol and It just uh, the time changes are going to be too much because I'm going to be working at night. So unfortunately, we had to come to the conclusion that in order for me to pursue this new opportunity, I can't do the show anymore. But don't worry, because the show is going to be in great hands. I don't know if we want to announce what the next iteration later in the week of this is. The show is going to be in great hands and Randy's still going to be here with you every morning. But this will be my last week on the show.
0: Which sucks. And by the way, it's amazing when you think about it, because your last day will be on September 2nd. Mm-hmm. We started on May 2nd of the pandemic in, in 2020. So it'll be exactly 28 months that we did the show together. <laughs> oh and my God. yeah, it, it's it's incredible. And we've worked together for a long time. For those of, that you, uh, of you that aren't aware, last time Michelle left for Bristol, she was the producer of the Fastlane and did magnificent work there. And you have become a sensational caster and ESPN in Bristol is lucky to have you and uh, we're going to miss you greatly and dearly here in the studio.
1: Well, thank you. and I would never have been able to do any of this without you, Randy. As you know, your your guidance and support of me and my career has been immeasurable and I, I just can't thank you enough. I'm sure there'll be much more of that being said on Friday as I, as I wrap <laughs> things up. But yeah, it's an exciting opportunity but I, I truly am heartbroken to have to leave the show and leave the station I will be involved in some capacity. We will announce that later in the week as well. But this show has been the best thing I've ever done in my career. Oh, that's nice to hear. Getting to work with Randy every day and getting to share our mornings with St. Louis and and really be a part of a community. We have a, a community on this show. It's the BLIS, the best listeners in sports. And it's it's been really, really great. And it's very hard to walk away from
0: but like you said it's a great opportunity up in bristol and you have cachet there because you were up there <laughs> before and th- There there are things that you are able to achieve in the Northeast that simply are not achievable when you're in St. Louis, Missouri.
1: I wish that I could be in two places at once, Mm -hmm. because that's really what this came down to, was just logistically trying to put the pieces together. It was just almost impossible to try to figure it out. And most importantly, I would never want to put the show in a bad spot. And. That ultimately led to the decision that I needed to be based on the East Coast because I will be going back and forth and uh, I, I'll be starting out doing the the nighttime Sports Center on the radio side so that would have been a really hard turnaround to to be working until 3 3 30 in the morning East Coast time and then turn around and be doing a morning mm-hmm. show so a tough decision that had to be made But like I said, you guys are going to be in great hands. I'm actually excited to be listening to the next version of The Morning Show, which I will be doing often, Randy, and bugging you and Matt and your future co-hosts and be texting you guys all the time. It'll be fun for me to be a fan. I'm
2: I'm terrible at going to bed uh, at an appropriate time to get up for the show. Not bad at getting up for the show. It's the going to bed at an appropriate time to actually get myself some sleep beforehand. So most likely I'll be sitting around bored, um, not... Actually, doing what I need to do before I go to bed, and want to listen to some people on the radio. It's late night, so how how would I listen to somebody like Michelle Smallman if it's late night and I'm and I'm burning the midnight oil?
1: You could be listening on SiriusXM, or you could be listening on the ESPN app. I'll be pushing all of that out, all of those Perfect. links for people to find wait. us, and I'm right
0: here over and
1: on one hundred and one ESPN. Yes, it'll be it'll be easily findable on all ESPN properties. But I hope Matt that you're not up listening for your sake, because I know what that turnaround is like.
2: Yeah, I, again, it's it's the going to sleep part. Uh, I was I'm a I'm a night owl who has to wake up very early in the morning. It's a it's a weird dichotomy, but it's fun. And we should mention that Michelle is going to, as she mentioned, maintain ties to the
0: station and she will be back in St. Louis for the World Series in October.
1: Yes. I, I was when <laughs> word started getting out, I was telling people, they're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're leaving. I'm like, Don't worry, I'll be back to see the Cardinals win the World Series. I'll be back in the fall. <laughs> I'll be back. It'll be a quick turnaround because I'll be back for that.
0: And I want to go back to when we started, when there was no sports going on. And I've been doing this, next year will be 40 years in this business for me. And you helped me become a much better broadcaster because we had to really think outside the box and do things that we wouldn't ordinarily do because there was no content. And so for May, June, most of July until baseball started of 2020. We had to make it up as we went along. And we did successfully. And the show's ratings actually increased during the course of that time. But I I learned a lot and I had a lot of fun actually in in developing the content that we did.
1: I know, weirdly, that will go down as one of my favorite stretches in my sports radio history. And you'd think, why? We were in a global pandemic. There was Mm -hmm. no sports. It was a terrible time for society. And it was. But every day we got to come in And try to be a ray of sunshine for people and we got to come in every day and try to get people's minds off of what was happening around the world and it, it it was the runway that we needed to be goofy and creative and really. We, we try to throw things at the wall and see if it sticks, but mm. we really could throw everything at the wall yeah. <laughs> and see we if did. it stuck then. And, you know, we covered the last dance as if it was the Super Bowl. We got into Tiger <laughs> right. King. Some days we'd come in and be like, should we power rank chips today? <laughs> I, I don't really know what we're going to do. We
2: did a, lot of drafts. <laughs> did a lot of drafts. Can I find the power rank of those chips? Probably. I need to know how that research, I need to read that, I need to dive in that
1: but we we tried to have fun every day we try to have fun every day anyway but especially thir- during that time I think we would leave the show every day and at least say we might have to go home and sit in our houses and this might not be mm-hmm. great but at least we got to laugh today
0: and so many fun things happened we, we, we developed the relationships with both Adam Wainwright and David Prawn actually let's add Mark McGuire to that yes because yes. he's become a show regular and one of our favorites and we really enjoy having mark on on the show on a regular basis. And we know in going and talking to athletes that this has become kind of a go-to place for athletes because they know we're fair and we're going to treat them with a level of respect and they know that not everything is going to be great. That There are going to be times where we have to be critical but if we're critical it's going to be in a fair manner.
1: And what I've kind of learned is that by being critical in a fair manner, those athletes understand that that's part of the job, Mm -hmm. but also when we ask those questions, whether it's of John Mosaloc or David Prahn, if things aren't going well, or Doug Armstrong, whomever it may be, that they know that the way we're going to set them up gives them the space to be transparent or to be honest about a tough situation. And that's one thing that I'm really proud of, Randy, is that we've treated everybody, whether it's good times or bad times, with respect and given them the the space to hopefully tell their side of the story.
0: And we've had uh, for, for two years, we've had three pillars. we got to add a fourth pillar before you get out of here, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, so, we should have made that a priority so, years ago. We but
1: we just, maybe. we kind of, here's the thing, as time flies, when you're having fun and we've yeah. been having so much fun, we forgot that. we no. But to be fair, even though the Rams had four pillars, it didn't work out for them. <laughs> so maybe we should just keep it as a three-pronged the, approach. The Rams, I don't know.
0: Yeah, the Rams were faith, character, team first, core values. Our first three were kind of different. All roads lead to hardware. Deflect blame at all costs. <laughs>
2: That's and never keep off. the panic bus keys. <laughs> and we need a fourth. I think okay. Michelle's right. You don't need, you don't, you don't put the fourth one on. The Rams kind of, the Rams put a bad little juju on four pillars in St. Louis. And by the way, uh, deflect blame at all costs and every walk of life
0: should be number one.
1: Get yourself a fall guy. Come on. <laughs> exactly. So all roads lead to hardware during my time back at 101 ESPN. I saw some hardware, yep. the Blues winning the Stanley Cup, which will undoubtedly go down as the best thing I've ever covered. And the highlight of my career, Randy, will always be the day that we got to walk the parade route that together. Was awesome. it, was it, was, it was just the best day. So all roads have led to hardware at least once, hopefully twice, because like mm-hmm. I said, I'll be back for the World Series. Fingers crossed. Deflect blames at all costs. Us. I think we've proven that we do a pretty good job of that, yeah, right?
0: Oh, big time. And keep the <laughs> We're pin- <on> like <laughs> a sixth producer. <laughs> <I> mean- <laughs>
1: This one has stuck around though. He's great, and keep the panic bus keys at the ready. They're always yeah, yeah. in the pocket.
0: Like you got to even now with the Cardinals.
2: You got to have them ready.
1: I don't know. I've kind of I've kind of gotten wrapped up in this team a little bit. You I feel good about them. I think
2: you lost the panic bus keys. I think I think they're I think they're in a couch cushion. I think yeah we might have lost the panic bus keys here. I think
1: yeah. I betrayed a pillar. But I'm twenty three and good seven. It's it's kind of hard to keep searching for the keys. You, yeah.
2: you think about it. out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. So a big day, and ultimately it'll be
0: great for the career of Michelle Smallman and we know because this is a big thing, you want to react so you can send a mic drop if you'd like with the 101 ESPN app if you'd like to uh, tell Michelle what you're thinking right now or we'll read some texts and uh, at the top Michelle said she is going back to Bristol, Connecticut her last day on the show, at least as a regular host. You'll you'll join us on the phone, won't you?
1: Anytime! You've got my number.
0: Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll have her on the show, but uh, as my co-host, And I'm bummed out by it. It's her last day, but I'm happy for Michelle. Her last day is going to be on Friday. So you can weigh in if you like. Michelle Smallman revealed that she is on her way back to Big ESPN in Bristol, Connecticut. And Michelle's last day on Carriker and Smallman will be on Friday. And it'll just be Carriker.
1: (laughs) Yeah, breaking news. It's going to be Randy Solo for three hours. No, kidding. We have a great... I say we, but you have a great co-host lined up, and um, I just know that that person is going to absolutely crush it. And I am thrilled for the next iteration of the morning show. I'm going to be listening all of the time.
0: Text six five seven eight zero. Take it or leave it. Randy sheds more tears than Michelle.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm going to leave it because I already wrote out a little something for Friday, mm-hmm. and it was a I couldn't even write it because it's going to be a tough goodbye. But, you know, they say grief is, is the price you pay for love. And I couldn't have loved this working experience more. So I know that there's going to be uh, some feelings of grief on Friday when I have to say goodbye to something so wonderful.
0: And I think this one will be near and dear to your heart. From the 618, I'll miss Michelle for sure. As a dad to a five-year-old daughter, her sports relationship with her father has been an inspiration to me. Best of luck, but I hate that you're leaving.
1: Okay, now that's going to definitely make me cry. <laughs> well, And that means more to me than than maybe any else is you know I never knew that I could occupy this chair because there was never anybody that looked like me that did it first so the fact that there might be little girls that are listening that think that they could do this too, or let me scratch that. Know that they can do mm-hmm. this too. And and moms and dads that are fostering that and their and their daughters, that is really special. So thank you for that message.
0: From the 636, Michelle, say it isn't so. You've <laughs> been part of my morning for the past 28 months. All the best to always, always. You're killing me, Smalls. And then the addendum,
1: ILL. I and I. And thank you for listening. That has been... I think the most special part about this, Randy, is whenever we meet people that listen to the show, we share our mornings together, mm-hmm. which is so cool when you think about it, that whether you're listening in your car or at home or we're in the studio, that all of us are connected in doing something together every morning. It's it's really cool.
0: Well, and you and I had, uh, we were fortunate there was a, a get-together to honor our late friend from 105.7 The Point, Greg uh, Jeff Burton, on Friday. And... I mentioned to his wife that he, what we do, we have so many friends that we don't know, but we are all friends. And that's what you've been able to cultivate over the course of the last few years here in St. Louis with me and before that with, with Bernie is that, and even when we did the Fast Lane mm-hmm. and you were on the air a lot, is you develop friendships with an entire community. And it's it's not people that you necessarily know, but your friends and so there's a lot of people driving around right now saying my friend is leaving.
1: And their friend is leaving because we really are friends. Mm-hmm. Anytime I meet somebody that listens to the show Randy, I want to hang out with them more because mm-hmm. there's so many awesome people that listen and hang out with us every day. It's it's actually a shame that we don't get to hang out with people more because mm-hmm. you know in the mornings we don't really get to go out on the road as much as maybe the afternoon show or or uh or like BK and Ferrari or the Fast Lane gets to and they get more of an opportunity to meet people. But um yeah, it's kind of surreal. It doesn't necessarily feel like I'm leaving yet, but it's going to hit me when I wake up on Monday and that <laughs> alarm doesn't go off at 5 o'clock.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good thing. From the 636. So basically you're going to become a Pats, Bruins, and Red Sox lover. For shame. Just I'm,
1: kidding. I'm not selling my soul to the devil, people. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Going back to Jeff, though, I think it's important that people know this. So I love St. Louis. St. Louis is my home. I ride for St. Louis any chance that I get and I know that this is where I'll end up but when this opportunity presented itself life is so short and I just want to pursue this opportunity and I never want to regret not truly going for it and I could be back in four months. I could be back in four years. We don't know, but I, I know one thing is for sure is that this is the only place that I want to live long term and that this is an unbelievable community that's very hard to leave. Yeah,
0: thanks for saying that because I know it means a lot to a lot of people. But that being said, those four letters... It, and I know the, the four letters ESPN have taken a lot of hits over the last few years, but they still mean more than any four letters in sports. Mm-hmm. And if you do have the opportunity, you do have to take advantage of that opportunity. And at your age, with where you are in, your, in life, I would be disappointed if you didn't. I'm, I'm devastated that you're leaving the show because we've, when we started, the ratings were not great. And the ratings are great now. And they're going up. <laughs> Right. We're, we're chasing the Riz show and we're within striking distance now.
1: Which is unheard of. It's
0: unbelievable <laughs> that, that we are. And so from that perspective, I, I it, it it hurts. But obviously, I'm happy for you because I want to see you do as well as you possibly can.
1: Thank you. And, you know, I, I've been talking to my friends and family about this. It's been hard to keep this secret. Mm-hmm. We've known this for quite some time now. But Somebody said to me, I had a little get together over the weekend, kind of a goodbye. And somebody said to me, I hope that you let this sink in and that you're proud of yourself. And I was like, oh, you know, I am. And they're like, no, no, no. But when you first started in this career, did you ever think whether it's one show or a thousand shows that you would get the opportunity to host a show on ESPN, not be a producer, but host a Mm -hmm. show? And I said, honestly, no, I never really thought that that could be something for me. And so the fact that I feel like I'm getting that opportunity, I am proud of that, Yeah, and, that I've worked hard and that I've gotten that. And
0: you've impacted lives. Not only are you making an impact in the industry, but you've impacted people's lives for the better as well. Let's get a couple of mic drops. Derek is the first to check in with Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN.
2: Michelle, I am so bummed that you are leaving. What a great opportunity for you though. You sh- consistently have shown us that women in sports media, sports radio, particularly can be the consummate professionals that this isn't just a boy's game not just a man's world
1: thank you Derek I'm gonna get see not (laughs) this is why I don't want to do this I told Randy and Matt last night I was like well, first of all, when we were talking to our boss, Tommy Matter, and he's like, when do you want to announce? I go, can't I just say it at the end of the show on Friday? And he goes, Michelle, you cannot ghost the audience. You can't <laughs> that do that. So funny. But I just get, I don't want to get super emotional because, you know, I'm Italian. Once those tears start flowing, <laughs> I cannot lock it back in. But thank you, Derek. That means so much to me.
2: As soon as you empty it as soon as you start pouring it out, you got to empty <laughs> out that tea. You got to empty know out that tea is, I know Matt, how, it how it is. I know how, how it
0: is. Yep. Uh, let's hear from Doug, too.
2: Michelle, you're an amazing talent. You will be missed here. I really enjoyed listening to you and Randy together. Um, But congratulations on your new gig. I know you'll do great things. Good luck at ESPN in Bristol.
0: Yeah, and you you don't want to, uh, because they have, not that our winters here are mild by any stretch. No. But they have and one of the hashtags, maybe it should be the fourth pillar, is hashtag (laughs) winter is stupid.
1: I think we just got it, Randy. That's it. Winter (laughs) is stupid. We came
0: up with that one a long time ago. Yes, we did. And winter is even stupider in Bristol, Connecticut. It is. is.
1: Uh, Well, first of all, thank you, Doug, for that sweet mic drop. Um, I think it's important to note that I will be based in New York and Mm -hmm. I will be going back and forth to Bristol because I won't be doing a show daily. It's going to be kind of an on-call situation and I'll be sure to post some socials the shows that I will be doing Um, but not that it's going to be less of a difficult winter in New York but I just have this PTSD from the very first day I got to Bristol, Connecticut. I'll never forget I flew there on July 15th July 15th, I get to my temporary housing. I lug all my stuff in there. I had gotten Chipotle on the way. I'm crying because I'm like, what did I do? Where am I? I'm like, all right, let's settle in. Let's watch the local news. Let's see what Central Connecticut is working with. The very first news story that came across the television was, the last snow mound has melted in Boston, (laughs) Massachusetts today. And I'm like, it's July 15th and the last snow mound has melted. We got bomb cyclones. We got some bad winter storms up there. So, uh, yeah, I guess Godspeed to me because I can't believe I'm going back there.
0: (laughs) Let's get one more mic drop. David, thanks for checking in with us on 101 ESPN.
2: Sad to hear that Michelle is leaving again. Uh, You have been fantastic to listen to every morning. Uh, Always bring your A game. You will be missed, but wish you all the best in Bristol second time around. And who knows, maybe you will come home again someday.
0: That's what oh. Keenan like Andohar said. You never know.
1: It's a guarantee, David. I just don't know when. That's the thing, is that this is... It's It's almost like I'm going to study abroad. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I know that I'm going back there, and it's going to be a fun period in time, but... I will be back. You can't keep me away, St. Louis. I will be back for sure.
0: And Michelle doesn't want this to be about Michelle, so we aren't going to do this all week, but we did want to get the word out there for you so that you knew what's going on here at the station. And then later in the week, as Michelle said, we'll have more information about what's happening with the station and with with this show. But uh, like I said, it's been a joy to work with you and we'll We'll communicate all the time. It's not like we're not going to be communicating all the time. And we'll get you on the show. We'll get you a regular hit on the show. You can replace Perron.
1: I did say if Army let David Perron go that we riot. (laughs) Is this my, is this this my is, this response? This is your riot. Exactly. <laughs> I it told is. you if you didn't bring back David Prawn that there would be consequences.
0: <laughs> Something bad was going to happen. And here it is, Army. This is all on you.
1: <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But am I? I don't know. We're, we're going to miss David Prawn. But we haven't even announced yet who's going to be the next weekly blues hit on the morning show here on 101 ESPN. So there's a lot of good things cooking.
0: You know what? We can do that. We can do. I don't think anybody's stopping us. I mean, what are they going to do? Fire you? That's
1: right. Okay. So should I make the announcement? <laughs> (laughs) do
0: it coming up next.